Hello there, this is Olivia from Ozone Podcast. I like to listen to people talk about things. So here's a really good network for people talking about things. It's actually called the Discussing Network because it's people talking about things. Enjoy! Welcome back, everyone. This is Discussing Comics. This is episode number 38, and I am glad that you are here. I'm glad that you are back if you are a continuing listener or if you're a first-time listener. We're especially glad you're here. Please be sure to subscribe to the show using Apple Podcast or whatever the podcast player is of your choice. Now, before I get started, I would like to invite anyone listening who is in Mississippi and specifically around the Jackson, Mississippi area. If you are in Jackson, Mississippi or in the Jackson, Mississippi area and are able to come to Mississippi Comic Con, we will be at Mississippi Comic Con on Saturday. And at 3.45 p.m., we will be hosting a Doctor Who panel, a Discussing Who panel, at 3.45 p.m. in panel room number two. So that is Mississippi Comic Con this Saturday, June the 29th. Now, for this particular episode, I am very excited to welcome three of the people behind Waypoint Comics. I will have Cody... Colin and Justin on with me, and we're going to be talking a little bit about how they got into comic books, how they met each other, and what is Waypoint Comics, and what do they have planned. So before we get started, if you would like to know more about Waypoint Comics, you can find out more in the show notes of this particular episode, but you can also go to waypointcomics.com. So I will be back with Colin, Cody, and Justin after this message. Hey guys, it's Sergio from Reality Breached. We've got a bunch of different podcasts over on our network at realitybreached.com, and one of my favorites is Shellheads, a TMNT podcast. Shellheads is a deep dive into the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in ways you've never heard before. From the early comic days to the current Nick show, Nothing is off limits. Jeff from the Warp Zone Arcade joins me to binge watch and power read through a comprehensive library of TMNT fandom. Check Shellheads out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. For more details, visit realitybreached.com. Welcome back, everyone. And like I said a moment ago, I have three of the creators of Waypoint Comics with me. Hey, guys. Hello. How are you? Hey, I'm pretty good. So I'll let you guys introduce yourself, and I'm going to randomly pick. And you know what? I'm going to go alphabetically by first name, and that's going to fall Cody. I'll let you go first. Introduce yourself, my friend. Okay. My name is Cody Conyers. I am the head artist of Waypoint Comics. Cool. So, Colin, tell us a little bit about you. Um, Colin Gatenby. I am the head writer of Waypoint Comics, and I guess uh, a little bit about me. I kind of have a high interest in mythology, and we'll probably kind of get into more of that later, but uh, that's kind of kind of my bag. All right. Good deal. So, Cody, I'll go back to you. Just a little bit about you other than the, being the head writer. So what's the what's the inside story for you? I've been doing this for a while. I'm actually, uh, uh, this is the first time I've actually, you know, actually did 
anything you know of importance when it comes to comic books. I like I like aliens. Um, somewhat of a conspiracy theorist when it comes to that, but you know, not a crackpot, you know, conspiracy theorist. But, <laughs> and that's what kind of got me into it, like you know, like ancient aliens and um, X Files, and so you can probably see it in a lot of my characters. Justin, tell us a little bit about you. Uh, my name is Justin Sue. I am the production lead for Waypoint Comics. Uh, that kind of entails making sure that the the parts come together. Of course, I have a talented artist with Cody. We have a talented writer with Colin. I kind of try to merge those together and make sure that we have something cohesive. Uh, I'm a, I feel a little bit attacked with the crackpot conspiracy thing brought up by Cody, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> I am very much more uh, science-based and science-thinking and oriented in those ways. And, uh, you know, I kind of like Colin put, he's a fantasy guy. We have Cody, who's a space guy, and then me, I'm kind of the science guy. So I'm curious in the fact of you guys – you know, telling me that your different genres are basically if that's where you're coming from. I want to talk comics for a minute in, in the medium itself. And Justin, I'll start with you. So how did you even get into comics? What was your first exposure for comics? Well, funny enough, my first exposure to comics and kind of, if I can say nerddom, is the fact of when I was a kid, my parents weren't really into that whole thing. As much as I was, and I watched like the old X-Men cartoons and the amazing Spider-Man and shows like that. And my parents didn't see the appeal of it. Uh, so I never got the toys. I never got to the comics. So I had to force myself to find other ways to do that. I would actually, um, one of my first exposures to comics and drawing was, I don't want it to be a too sad of a story, but since I didn't get the toys, I would actually draw pictures of like Spider-Man on pieces of paper and cut them out. And those would be my toys. Uh, since I didn't get the action figures. Um, I'm so sad for you. <laughs> oh, it's okay, Colin. It, I, it brought me to where I am today. It, mm. The only, yeah. So I got to do that type of stuff, and that kind of got me more into thinking, I really like drawing superheroes. I really like stuff like that. And as I got older and I got my first paychecks and I actually had my own funds and money to the side, I started buying more comic books as I was drawing my own comic characters. And, um, you know, like anyone who I think likes to draw or come up with ideas like that. You look for forums and outlets that you can find other people with likewise desires and likewise thoughts. So, you know, I found like Instagram, DeviantArt, Facebook, all these different art forums for that. And that's kind of how I got into comic books was um, not being able to get into comic books. Sweet. I, you know, actually, I like that story. That's a pretty good story. So, guys, you guys have a, you know, he's starting off strong. So, Colin, I got to ask yeah. you, how did you get into comics? So I'm going to out myself. I am not a hardcore comic reader, uh, but ever since I was just a young, young kid, my older, well, really my oldest brother was, you know, the artist and he started very much like Justin drawing Spider-Man and that sort of stuff. And I thought, oh, that's really neat. Uh, so when I was young, I would do my own like little superheroes, but I'd, I'd make my own. And so it would be, huh, I don't even know if I've told you guys this, but I had a superhero character named Bean Man. And as you can imagine, he was a bean that was a superhero and he didn't have any like fancy powers or anything like that. But I just started drawing in like uh composition books and, you know, doing stuff like that. And then as time went on, um, you know, I wasn't hardcore into, to, you know, like some of my friends reading, and keeping up with all the comics, but I really appreciated the mythology and I really liked classic mythology. And, you know, as a lot of people know, those two things sort of cross over and I've really 
started to get into literature and stuff like that. So the the two sort of grew up together with kind of the classical mythology taking taking root and the comic part sort of growing on top of that. Cool. So Cody, what about you? How did you get into comics? Well, uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance one for the PS2 back in 2006 is where I, you know, really went head first into this world of comic books. But it started long before that when I was five years old and I was strong in class and I was getting in trouble. And then first grade, I was strong in class, getting in trouble, second grade, third grade, so on and so forth. So much so that they thought that I was some kind of, you know, I don't know, like a, a, a daydreamer, I guess is what is the best way to put it. And it, it, it kept going until I actually, you know, made something of it. Something that, that was seen as being a, a detriment became something I could actually make money off of, something that I could be proud of. And that's, and that's art. And then I, you know, I started watching, you know, television shows like, you know, X-Files and Star Trek, Star Wars, Superman, X-Men, anything I can do to get inspiration. That's what I did. And I put it into my work. And I was like, okay, I can, I can actually do something about this. I can actually do something with it. But that's, that's how it came to be. And I was fortunate enough to, you know, actually pretty recently find a community of people who had the same interests and desires as I did. And I feel very fortunate about that. And especially these two guys are here. Like, um, oh. Shucks. I really don't know where I'd be if you know if it weren't for them. I was gonna say I really hope he's talking about us because yeah. he's gonna be awkward if he's not. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, see, <laughs> see, he's he's trying to come off so suave and saying I didn't have anything planned for this when he's actually segueing into my very next question. Very good job. So which which had to, to just happen to be how did you guys meet? We actually met through like um, a mutual. We kind of came together through, like I said, we kind of, we looked for those outlets. I think we all have that in common. When you're an artist or you're someone who, who's, who has a creative mind, you look for those outlets in social media through forums, social media, uh, just Facebook groups, things like that. We found each other through different groups like that who knew one another of, hey, I know this guy who's really talented who I'm working with. And hey, I know this guy who's really talented who I'm working with. And I know this guy is really talented. I'm working with, and eventually we we kept we found one another through those groups. I will say we did work with an, other comic groups before, and that kind of gave us the experience that we needed to be able to work in a group setting. Because I think from each of our stories, you can tell we all kind of grew up liking comics individually, and uh, and yeah, we we found people like that. And the reason I think before that we brought up that I'm the the technology and science guy, Cody's the space guy, and Colin is the fantasy guys i think when we did find one another we kind of saw each other and said that guy fills in a gap in my world building that i don't have yet mm. a, a colin i will say Colin, if i can brag on colin for a minute colin invented an entire language in like the span of an hour uh, i don't know that's that's a little stuff. bit of an over exaggeration but <laughs> it's it's he he likes to over exaggerate but yeah they do some some pretty intense world building sometimes and it's a system that I just, on my end of thinking, I could never have thought of. And Cody, same type of thing. You know, Cody, being that he's so interstellar and space-based, he thinks of entire, like, cultures. Yeah. And that's just something that I can't do. Whereas, you know, if I make a character, I like to make sure that there's some scientific backing to it. Mm-hmm. So I can look at other people's stuff and say, oh, that kind of works because of how chemicals react in this way. And I can see how that power can be Grounded in reality as much as a guy shooting lasers out of his hands can be. How long ago was that that you guys met? Yeah, two years. That sounds about right. Okay. In those two years, where do we go from, these are some people that I've met online, they're they're Mm -hmm. cool, 
we've, we've got common interests to let's start a comic book creation and a world. I love the word world building or the phrase world building. Where did you guys transition or how did you transition from being just friends to going into this venture together? I'm going to, I'm going to steal something from Justin here. He, he talks a lot about kind of the next logical step. And that's really how it started. You know, we get to talking, we compare notes, we, uh, talk about our characters and, you know, have, you know, a lot of discussions about what we think about comics and characters and all that sort of stuff. And it just like, it began to click, it began, began to make sense and, you know, saying, okay, okay, yeah, this fits here, that fits there. And well, what are we going to do with this? Well, next logical step is, well, let's, let's make something of this. If I can hop onto that, what Colin's yeah, saying as please. well. It's super surprising. Each of us, I don't want to brag, but each of us has wildly crazy minds. I mean, if, if my wife wasn't here to help ground me, God knows where I'd be. But we looked at and we brought all our characters together at some point and said, okay, let's look at every character we have and see what we can do. And between, I think, just the three of us, I think we had somewhere around like 300 to 400 characters. And we said, okay, mm-hmm. with this much cool stuff, we have to do something. You know, we, right. we, we can sit here and we can say, let's polish up this character or that character or work out a design as much as we could. But, you know, next logical step was let's not let these just be something that we can look at in our mental shelf and say, I made that and it's going to be just for me. We kind of looked and said, you know, again, what's the next logical step? Where can we go with this? What can we do with this character? Let me make the next logical question. Where are you going with this? Where is the roadmap that you guys see ahead for you? Where is that taking your characters and you for that matter? I would like to see Stella grow as a person. I would like to see all these characters grow, grow as people. More so people than, you know, gods and just people who can do all this crazy shit, you know? Excuse my language. Like, um, that's what a lot of people... I see. I'm not. I don't mean throwing any shade, but that's what I like. I see a lot of people, and especially indie creators, do is they like to. I don't know. They they like to focus on brain, not on brawn more than you know brain. I think that the three of us having gone through so much are able to put a piece of ourselves into these into these characters to make them more human and more relatable yeah. instead of just someone who can just toss a building, you know, or shoot lasers in their eyes. <laughs> no, to, to piggyback on what Cody's saying, I think a lot of her characters and a lot of her stories have to do with vulner- vulnerability that I can't talk. But yeah, not, you know, sometimes they're not human, but it's, it is that element of being human, being a person, going through challenges and going forward. I think I, we really like to explore those sort of stories. And it's, you know, it's cool superhero stuff, but it's also like something you can read and relate to. Right. And if I can piggyback on top of that piggyback, if I can draw the example of our first issue, which is called Stellar, uh, Stellar Starfall. He's a superhero for all intensive purposes. And we looked at this and we said, this is going to be a three part story. We kind of looked and said, okay, having a superhero is really exciting. Having a superhero is really cool. And it became this big question of at what point does he put on the costume? As Cody was saying, very eloquently said, you know, this is about people. And if this is about people, then the costume should come second to him growing as a person. You know, this is our first issue in a three-part series with this character. We get fairly into it before we even see the costume because the costume does not make this character. You guys have on your website, this is something that I'll put in the show notes below. You throw the reader from just the sneak peek that's on the website. You throw them head, front, center, 
right into the story. You know from the very beginning, hey, this is something. It's not just let's go catch the bad guy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Let me say this. There is two things that caught my attention to you guys and made me reach out to you. Number one, you guys are on Instagram, and I'll have that link in the show notes, too. The artwork or the images that you're portraying on Instagram, that you're sending out on Instagram, I love the artwork. Whichever one of you is drawing that, I love the clean lines. The It's the type of artwork that speaks to my personal brain of the way I think. I love it. it I love the clean look of it. I love the coloring of it. Just And so that immediately caught my attention. The second thing that caught my attention was when I went to your website and I loved what it said on the website. It says, we make comics and here's why. Waypoint Comics was created to inspire individuals to be more than ordinary, to be super. We came together as a group of artists, writers, and conceptual designers with the goal of saying something worth being heard. Mm-hmm. I just love that. Mm-hmm. That is so cool. So tell me this, what made you guys settle on the name Waypoint Comics? I think that it kind of means something different to each of us. But I'll go first just because I remember I was the one who kind of threw the name out there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think it was in in a, in a crisis at like 3 a.m. in the morning. I said, what do we think of this? Uh, <laughs> and uh, it was just kind of the concept of a waypoint is where you want to go. And this is, a, this is our world. The Waypoint universe is about building characters not about having a superhero but what it takes to become a superhero mm-hmm. you know it's it's that old adage of it's not the destination it's the journey type of thing and so when you think of like uh, best closest example is when you think of a video game you know you set a waypoint that's where i want to go it doesn't matter how i get there but i'm gonna get there and i'm gonna take some route to get there but eventually i'm gonna end there our comics are about superheroes but more so it's about how these characters become superheroes. The, the sneak peek of Stellar on our website, it doesn't even focus on him. It focuses on someone else. Right. Because that's the journey. That's what gets him there. And um, when, I, when, I, when I threw out the idea, that was the concept of Waypoint. It's where the heroes are. But it's not, but it's not about where they are. It's about getting there. Right. Right. It's a beacon, but it's, it's about the journey. Just as an FYI, guys, I love your logo. So, oh, totally, totally love the logo. That was Justin Seuss. <laughs> cool. Well, I mean, I, I really, I like the idea you're using something that would be a literal waypoint on the map, but it, so it, mm-hmm. it totally works. You know, we've talked a little bit about Stellar. If you were to give us a hint or a sneak peek, what else is also formulating in your mind that that's coming? Down the pipe. Colin, I, I know you said that you were into mythology. Do we have mm. mythology coming? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, not just, uh, not just classic mythology, but I think we, um, we've taken a lot of time to build our own mythology, which I think is important. Gosh, as far as what's coming, all sorts of different stuff. I mean, we have, of course, Stellar Stories is going to continue and you're going to learn a little bit more about his history and his lineage. I don't think that gives too much away about what's going to happen. Very, very quickly, I think, I think I can say this, that our whole universe starts to open up and you'll get sort of sneak peeks about all these different people that make up the Waypoint universe and they have their own stories and their own, their own mythologies and sometimes they cross over or sometimes they're just referenced and it's, uh, it's 
quite a tangled web we're weaving, but we're we're keeping it all together. Cody, if I were to ask, I want to transition away from Waypoint for just one minute, and I'm going to ask this to each of the three of you. If I were to ask you if you could draw professionally any other company's character that is not, you know, what you guys are creating, which character, I'm just curious, would you want to draw? You know, you mean from like a professional companies? Yeah, or yeah like, like from Marvel DC? or okay. DC or anything like that. Image or any of them. That is a really good question because like normally I always stick to like the big two, but sometimes I'll branch out, you know, from them. Shoot, does, does manga count? Sure. Yeah. Anything you want. Okay. I would think I would draw Midoriya from uh, My Hero Academia, like a traditional American comic book style because I, I, I really do like what they're doing with that, with that series. You know, an, an underdog who, who was born with nothing, with no particular quirks in a world where, you know, the majority of the population has, has superpowers. He doesn't have any. I, I, I really do love that kind of underdog story. So I, I would definitely draw him or Bakugo or All Might from that particular manga. All right, sweet. So, Justin, what about you? If you could draw for any other company's character, who would you want to draw? I'm a real big backstory guy. I'm really into characters' backstories and what makes them who they are and the psychological aspects of that. So I'd probably have to go with a classic. I'd I'd kind of cheat the question. I'd draw Batman just so I could draw the villains. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) Cool. All right, Colin, I'm going to... Tweak that just a little bit. Sure. If you could write for any other comic character, what would it be? A hundred percent, no question. Shazam slash Captain Marvel, whatever, whatever people want to call him now. Um, oh. I just love a big cheesy hero, and as many puns as we can fit in, the better. So, <laughs> so would he be the big cheese, or would he be Shazam as we see him today? I mean, the the cheesier, the better. He's not the big red cheese for nothing. Okay. Uncle Deadly and everything, right? Yeah. Okay. The whole, the whole family. <laughs> cool. <laughs> cool. Colin cool. just wants to draw a talking tiger. Uh, yeah. Why wouldn't you? Why w- exactly. Why wouldn't you want to draw a Tony Tiger? T- and <laughs> wasn't it spelled T-A-W-N-Y, I think? I, yeah, I think yeah, that's was, right. I think that's right. Talkie Tony, I think. Talkie Tony, yes. Yeah. Let me ask you guys another question. If well, well, let me ask you this: Have do you guys all live close to each other, or do you live in different parts of the country? We're not anywhere near each other. All right. Yeah. So, have you ever met face to face? No, not, not, no. Not, not, but we plan on it one day. Yeah, plan on it. It's a big idea to get there someday and be able to meet one another. I feel like we're really close friends just from conversations that we're able to have over comics and things. Comics are something that I think. If you have even a slight interest in, you can bond with someone over. And I feel like we've yeah. been very lucky to uh, have that. Yes. All right. So, so I, I will tell you when the day comes, not if, when the day comes that you guys actually get to meet, I will tell you from our experience with the podcast that we're doing, one of our hosts lives in North Carolina. Two of us live in Mississippi. We were doing the podcast for about two years or two of them for about two years before all three of us met. And when you mm-hmm. finally do get all three of the personalities in the, together in the room and you guys being able to collaborate, then when you are able to then go back to your normal communicating, whether it be Discord, whether it be phone calls, however you do it, 
it just adds a different layer. And I, I, I'm excited for one day for you guys to be able to do that because it does enrich your creation process, in my opinion. Already one of my favorite lines of Cody's, if I can throw one of the bus on this, is we'll have, you know, we'll chat and message each other back and forth. But every now and then we'll have a phone call between the three of us and we'll flesh out huge grand schemes and grand stories and where we want to take this character 30 issues from now. And we'll be talking for an hour and a half to two hours. And then I hear Cody. Is anyone writing this down? <laughs> <laughs> God, yes. Yeah, you have to be a, we, have, we have to have a scribe, you yeah. know, in the group. Yeah. Because, you know, sometimes, like, you have these grand ideas and they're all in your head, but, you know, if no one's writing it down, then, then does it doesn't even exist, you know? Well, I mean, like, it, it exists somewhere. It doesn't make a noise. <laughs> so, so, it does exist somewhere. So, so I'm going to yeah. make a suggestion to you guys. And I did not do this with you guys, but I do do this and I'm telling off on myself. When we start recording to, and I know our medium is a little bit different because we're audio, but as soon as we start talking before I say, you know, let's get ready and I start to go into my different voice or, you know, for podcasting, I start recording as soon as we start talking because it's like what you said you have these conversations and if you don't listen back to yourself you lose it y'all might want to start doing that just as a suggestion and that way you you, you don't lose your ideas no things get things get recorded just probably not in the instant that they happen but good good point usually cody will ask is anyone writing this down and i'll say yes and i'll look down at my paper from an hour and a half and it just says give him a cape question mark and that's it And, you know, I, I want to say again why I ask how long you guys knew each other, because you come across, and this is a very good thing for you guys, you come across as having very good synergy. You three play off of each other extremely well, and kudos to you for that. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. I think we're just really lucky. It was just a good mesh of personality, and I think, like Justin said, it's just you eventually figure out what works. And I, I think the, the three of us ended off pretty well. That's what I like to, to refer to it as like a tribe. And mm-hmm. cool. even tribes have common, you know, interests and whatnot. And I think too, one of the good things like we've come back, I've tried to come back to it a million times here is, you know, we have the science, with the science guy, the space guy and the fantasy guy. And the good news is we never really step on each other's toes. Mm-hmm. Me being the science guy, Colin will come and say, Hey, I have this new idea for energy manipulation with this character who can kind of do this thing. And again, it's an idea I've never even thought of or crossed my mind because it's not my wheelhouse. And I'm like, sure, sounds great. And then Colin will come or Cody will come in and say, Hey, I have this new, uh, uh, species that lives out in space that does this and does that. And here's how they affect the story. What do we think? And it's something that me and Colin have never even thought about. So we mm. say that sounds awesome because it doesn't, we, we don't, again, it, it's hard to step on one another's toes when we come from such vastly different corners. One of the questions that I always like to ask when I'm doing an interview or even whenever I'm doing a review or some type is I've asked a lot of questions, but I'm curious to know, are there any things that we've not covered that you guys would like to share with our audience about your comics or about your company or uh, about you guys in general as far as there anything that we have not covered before I wrap up and share how others can find you guys. So is there anything that we've not covered that you want to talk about? Yeah. I mean, I feel like a lot of people need to hear that, you know, if you're starting a comic company or you are wanting to write or draw or something like don't, don't wait, just go ahead and do it. Cause 
for, you know, the longest time I was of the mind of, okay, well, I can do this later or, okay, well, maybe I'm, maybe I'm not good enough to, to start doing this stuff. And part of it, you know, I mean, a lot of people say this is fake it till you make it. Like just, just mm-hmm. keep going and until you click with something, click with somebody or any, any number one of dis- different situations. Cause I, I feel like a lot of people out there just sort of second guess themselves and, and don't want to put their foot, foot forward because they're not afraid necessarily, but they, they're apprehensive about their abilities and, you know, somebody sometimes just needs to say, go for it. Right. I, I fully agree. I mean, I've gone to a couple of comic conventions just to kind of see, talk to people about what we have coming up and what we have going on. And I am so surprised. I shouldn't be, but I'm so surprised at just how many, like, it warms my heart. Like seven, not seven year olds, 10 year olds, 12 year olds come mm-hmm. up and say, how do I make a comic? Well, practice. I mean, you don't, you don't want to be the guy saying, well, just practice, practice, practice. But, you know, you gotta, because it is one of those things, and that's what works, is you like to draw, keep drawing. And the hardest part is getting out there and letting people see what you have. I mean, yeah, you get you get scared sure. to get out there sometimes because you think the first person's going to say, oh, that's horrible, or whatever. But if you find a good, solid group, uh, Facebook groups, Instagrams, all these different forums, if you find a good, solid group and you can weed your way past people like that, then you, you'll find a way to move forward. I think that making comics is like a massive 10 ton wheel. Uh, It's hard to get started, but once it's moving, you can't really stop it. Yeah. Right. And I agree that you you also have to have a kind of community people Mm -hmm. who share your common interests. Yeah, I think that's what we... We're fortunate enough to find a a community of people, you know, who who feel like, who who do this, you know, like they don't have uh, no tons of money to throw at, you know, a publisher or an artist Mm -hmm. or whatever because they do it themselves. Like, um, even even the, the 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 simplest part, if it has a good writer behind it or a good story, then it doesn't matter. Because I think right. the writing, you know, is is what draws you in. And I'm not saying I'm not saying that you know a, an artist isn't good because you know I value our work. But you know, if you if you, the community we're part of, they're so supportive, you know, of us and what we do, and we're supportive of them in, in turn, you know. And it's kind of like a like a what's someone looking for like a hive mind or like a uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like a Going down a, a dark web. path, but yes, I do. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a web. It's like a web yeah. of you know positive affirmations or whatever. You know, you know, we commend this person, we you know mm-hmm. wish this person well, and they do us. You know, they we they we uh, give them good reviews, good feedback, and they give us good reviews, good feedback, yeah. and it's kind of like a it's going back and forth. Yeah, it's almost like karma. You know, if you do if you do if you do good, then good will come back to you. Yeah, it's well like said. Bill and Ted. It's like yeah. Bill and Ted. Be excellent to each other. Yeah. Right. That's it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I like the karma statement because you, 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 you basically, yeah, I like that. I, I, I just, yeah, really like that. So if I were to ask you guys to tell anyone listening how they can find out about your comics, where would you point them for more information? Um, as the website guy, I'll just say you can go to our website, waypointcomics.com. We have stellar starfall issue one there. We also have some, uh, other collaborators and friends who have their comics linked there as well. But yeah, if you want to follow the entire stellar story uh, as it's unfolding now, waypointcomics.com is the place to go. If you kind of want to see what we're working on and as characters unfold uh, and how we design our processes there, you can follow us on our Instagram as well, which is also waypointcomics. And that's where we kind of uh, will experiment with characters or we'll say, hey, I kind of just drew this. I don't know if we're going to add it. Here's Here they are. Mm-hmm. And kind of get potential sneak peeks through our Instagram. But if you're looking for 
the dead center. I want to read this story. I want to know what's happening in the Waypoint universe. And that's going to be waypointcomics.com. To Colin, Cody, and Justin, thank you guys uh, for spending some time talking to us. I definitely want to keep in touch with you guys. I am very interested yeah. in seeing what's coming next. So for anyone listening, please go check out these comics uh, creators, see what they've got coming up, see what the Waypoint universe is going to become. I can't wait. And I will be right back to close up the show. So thank you again to Colin, Cody, and Justin for coming on. That was a great conversation. I had a lot of fun, and I am extremely excited about keeping in touch and seeing what they have coming and what they've got planned next. Again, thank you for joining us. We invite you to join our Facebook community. You can find our group for the Discussing Network. Just go to Facebook.com. You can go to groups and just look up Discussing Network. We would be excited to have you on with us. Thanks for listening, and we will be back next time. You've been listening to the Discussing Network. Find out more at DiscussingNetwork.com.